Um, my mum was very sceptical. She was like, how are you going to make money from Bouncy Castles? <laughs> she, was, she goes, I don't know if it's a good idea. But now she turns around and she says, like, oh, I, I eat my words. She was like, you've just done so well from it. It's like, yeah, it's really come along. So, yeah, she's, she's really surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, Welcome to Average Joe Meets the UK's Everyday Entrepreneurs, where we talk to all kinds of business owners across the country about how they got started and what it's really like to run their business, so that we can learn and be inspired to start something of our own. Today we're talking bouncy castles and bouncy dartboards and bouncy slides, assault courses, penalty shootouts, disco domes, you name it. All available to hire from jumpingjacksbouncycastles.co.uk along with soft play kits, ball ponds, candy floss makers, sumo suits, a burger van and lots more. This is a business run by husband and wife team Robert and Emma. Shortly after having twins, the two seized an opportunity to buy jumping jacks from a contact of Robert's who was looking to sell. This is not an insignificant decision and it meant having to sell their family home and move in with Emma's parents with their two one-year-olds in tow to fund the purchase. At the time, the business came with one van, 50 inflatables and three freelance staff. Within two years, they now have four vans, over 100 inflatables and over 10 freelance and event staff to call upon, as well as many family members, including Sam, Robert's sister, who joins Emma today. They have also started their own events too. So as well as providing hire to school fates, birthday parties, sporting events, they put on their own bouncy castle extravaganza, where children can come and spend a few hours to try out over 15 of their inflatables. The next one that's being held is on the 16th of December at the Kent County Cricket Ground in Beckenham and I can definitely recommend it as great entertainment for children of any age. Emma and Sam lift the lid on what it's like running an events business from the hard work at weekends to the fun bits. Let's have a listen. Hello Emma. Hi Sam. Hello. Hi. Nice. Thank you so much for coming in and I'd better tell the listeners that Emma um, and Sam are sister-in-laws, which is a first on the podcast, which is brilliant. Um, And I should also tell the listeners how I came across Jumping Jacks um, on one of my favourite podcasts, Parenting Hell. Um, I think Rob Beckett rented out one of your Jumping Jack bouncy castles. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And then I think a few episodes later, then you got the small business shout out and... um, and there was a small mention that you you and your husband had taken the plunge to to set up this company and it sounded quite like a, a story there and I thought I really want to find out about that. So really glad you came and said yes. Um, my first thought as a complete outsider about how do you run a bouncy castle company was it sounds fun. It sounds fun to begin with and that you could probably bring a lot of joy to children and also probably quite a good business model from an outside point of view but that probably there's quite a lot of upfront cost involved in storage and buying the stuff. Um, and there's a, probably some health and safety. Um, yeah, but I'd love to explore all those topics and find out sort of how did you come across this opportunity to buy into Jumping Jacks and what were you doing before that, Emma? And then how did Sam get involved in the business? And I understand it's a bit of a family business, so it'd be great to touch on that. Yeah, soon. that's correct. So um, originally I was a driving instructor 
Oh, right, okay. So I run my own business doing lessons and that for people. Um, and my husband was a plasterer by trade and did other building work. Um, so we got asked to... The company was already established. So yeah. it got established in 1987 originally. Oh, right. Um, and then it was bought by a second owner in 2002. Um, and we got offered it just before the COVID hit. Um, and at that time, we just wasn't in the position to take the company on we kind of looked into so, it a bit someone someone was looking to sell it then. yeah so it was someone looking to sell it um and we decided not to buy it then in before covid yeah um covid then hit um and we had twins in that time as well right <laughs> uh, so um covid babies yeah covid babies um and then just as we were coming out of covid in like the 2021 um he offered us to buy the company again because he still wanted to sell. Um, and had you come across this gentleman like through your day-to-day lives? It was sort of an opportunity because you knew each other. Yeah, so my husband got to know him through building. Okay. Um, so Christian used to do some painting and decorating in the winter months just to kind of keep him ticking Christian, over. the owner of the... He was the jump- previous owner of yeah. Jumping Jacks. Oh, um, so they were, yeah, they become quite good friends just from chatting and different things. Um, so yeah, he offered us the company again just after COVID. Um, but at that time we were living in Tunbridge, Wales. Oh yeah. We had bought a house in Tunbridge, Wales and we were living down there. So we were like, had a thought about it, had to thought about both our jobs. Um, my job's pretty hard to do with two young children because it's mainly like quite a lot of evening work and still weekends, but, um. And were you both self-employed? So you both have Both self-employed. Uh, what would you call it um you both had a uh enthusiasm for like working for yourself yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) we both worked ourselves for quite a long time prior to having jumping jacks um so yeah we did that and then we were just like yeah let's give it a go um so we sold our house in Thomas Wales (laughs) yeah. <laughs> we moved back to Bromley in, with my parents. I moved in with your parents yep. and your twins. And the twins. Okay. <laughs> we um, bought the company. So um, did you use the funds from your house to buy the company? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we sold the house. Did you have to take on any loans as well? or No. You, you did we it had, Yeah. Like so with the money from the house, we had enough money to buy the company. We also had some extra cash to kind of see us through as well because we obviously didn't know how it was going to go. Yeah how much money we were going to have coming in. Um, and just like, when you're buying a company, I've, I've only spoken to a couple of people on the podcast, most of them set it up from scratch and done sort of side hustles that have turned in, but there's only one other guy. How did you go about sort of analysing, is this a good company? What's it worth? Like, did you have to figure that out yourself? Like, um, Yeah, you do really, because there's not really, um, apart from like, you can go to an accountant and kind of ask, but no one gives you... Like an exact price of what something's worth when it comes to like companies it's quite hard to price what a company is worth because i think especially with this kind of company it goes on the person that runs it how well a company is going to do or yeah. not do yeah it doesn't just go on the stock that you have um and what was happening before as well yeah so um so yeah it was i mean he sold it i feel for a good price um for what he sold it for um it, he had around about 50 inflatables um he the band that he had he sold with the company we got the mobile phone that he he had had for years the email address the website all that kind of stuff everything that he had with the company came with the company all his contacts and everything Brilliant. um 
So, yeah, so we was, took it on. Was it nerve-wracking, though? It was, because we've obviously never done this kind of thing before. It's completely different, and we just didn't know what... We didn't even know how to set up or put down a castle. <laughs> so, um, but luckily, like, Christian was amazing. He helped us. He came out with us, like, setting up, showing us how to put down, set up, meet customers. Yeah, he really did help us out at the beginning for the good probably two or three months that we took over the company yeah so um, yeah so he you, was really helpful you you were uh, you were then was it just the two of you at this stage yeah and, and, and just the two of you putting up the bouncy castle so yeah because we took over in December December January and February are your most quietest months so to start with it was kind of just the two of us just going out and doing what we could do um like I said we were living with my parents as well so they had the kids a lot. <laughs> we just used to leave brilliant, it. Yeah. Brilliant in one regard. So how old were your children then? They were, like... uh, they were just over a year. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of good time. Yeah. It? So, um, yeah, we had a lot of help from grandparents with the children. Um, but the we had three employees that he used um, that stayed with us as well. So that helped us out with the company as well. And yeah. they, they still work for us now as well. Right. So then, then you're sort of entering summer with a what was the next stage then or, or have you grown so it sounds like you could just taking on this going concern mm. but and was it it was making was it making some money to pay you at that time or like... um yeah it was making like because obviously we didn't have that many overheads because we were living with my mum so we didn't yeah. have a mortgage and stuff so yeah. um it was paying for the unit that you have we we hired to obviously store all the stuff um is that like a storage van. unit storage unit yeah. yeah so that's a monthly fee so it was covering that and it was covering like the van costs and things like that um like i said we did have a bit of a backup fund from the house still to yeah. help us get through yeah a few months um but yeah within i'd say the first six months we kind of bought a second van we spent quite a lot of money on new stock um things like that to take it kind of to that to the next level yeah so what's that um, sort of next level look like in terms of like what well, yeah what was it what was happening at that time and what's where is it now and how's that journey um so yeah so we went from having when we bought the company one van 50 inflatables um and like three members of staff that used to help us out when and if we needed them so they were like sort of freelance type. Yeah, yeah yeah we've only got me and my husband that are employed by the company yeah. and everyone else just kind of um works when we need them really so they're casual workers um but yeah we've gone from one van to four vans within two years wow um and, and that's because you need the vans to go to like four different events rather than yeah. One. yeah so um so yeah a van in one day will go to like if we've got events it may be like two to three events one van but if it's just normal castles a van can do like seven jobs a day so um yeah so but yeah it's just the demand of people wanting more and more stuff that yeah we just expanded with the vans expanded with staffing we have over like 10 different delivery drivers now and probably about another 10 staff that come and help us with events and stuff and was there, so. do you, did you see there was competition or was it just um, you're promoting it more and that's how yeah, the demand's Yeah, I think Christian obviously, I mean, he was amazing at his job and he had loads of schools and loads of contacts. Um, I think he didn't want to take it to the next level. I think he was happy with yeah. the amount of work he had. Um, but obviously taking it on new, we wanted to kind of push it and get bigger and 
and there's so many different inflatables you can buy like it just becomes well, a bit addictive that, you, yeah I bet I bet they're like so if you go to their website it's so fun just to, you just want a couple of them in your back garden yeah. just switch it every month definitely um, so it does become addictive you can't see in new things and you're like oh we want that we want that for this event are, or... they, are they quite expensive then so yeah they arrange from anything from like a normal castle but around two grand up to it can be like up to 15 20 grand even you know what i mean like depending on how big are items and you are buy the suppliers in another country or do you, do you go to um like so we use one up north that's based in this country he's probably like one of the best well, and they makers build, they build it here they do it all oh, okay. here yep yeah yep um and then there's a couple of other suppliers that we use where they are based in england but they do import some stuff from china and that yeah um but they yeah one of the companies that we use up north he he's probably the best like maker yeah. and he does everything here in house like in england yeah i so. love the business because it's such a simple business in terms of you need some storage you need a van you 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 need to deliver the service but there's not like it, it's it kind of is again it's an in- instagrammable kind of yep. product and it's a fun product it's kind of it makes sense like it's about a <laughs> but what what are some of the challenges then on like what, what are the things that um yeah that are hard to to um, deliver around the company i think it's like time really more than anything for me um i do a lot of the office side of the company um but obviously in our busy times i still go out helping deliver um and it is just trying to work around the children like when you've yeah. got two young children they've got to get to school you've got to pick them up um i mean my children only go three days a week at the moment so i still have them at home a couple of days a week yeah can, you, can you not work on those two days pretty much not no yeah. until they go to bed and then I work yeah, yeah. after. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, in the summer, obviously. yeah, you can be working till like one o'clock in the morning just trying to catch up with emails and trying to get stuff ready for the next day and things like that. And is it really like a, a quite a quite a seasonal business then? Like... It is, yeah. So from April to end of July, it's just manic. It can be like we can have castles out every single day of the week. Um, because you have a lot of school fairs and all the school fates, and then you get all the football clubs and all that kind of stuff. So they have, not only is it weekends, they also have some of their fairs during the week, Um, and then you have, like, school leavers things and, yeah, six-form leaver things. And so there's loads of different things that happen that I didn't even think about when we first took on the company. I was thinking it's going to be summer fairs and birthday parties. That's it. Yeah, that's what I would um, <laughs> But yeah, there's so many other com- so many other people that hire stuff um, for sports events and things like that as well. So um, yeah, from so April. You end to... up making. I know uh, Christian, the person you bought it off, had some contact. But do you, mm. do you and do you is it one part of your role to kind of make more contacts and kind of? Yeah, I mean, we haven't. I mean, we do a lot of advertising on Facebook and Instagram and things you, like that. Did you do that? Did you work that out? You or you and Robert so um, Christian had a Facebook page, yeah. um, but he never really put a lot on it. He just kind of had it set up and then didn't do much with it. Um but my husband Robert, he's really good. He will update things, he'll post a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um Instagram the same. Great. Um and even with our Google reviews, um Christian had a couple on there when he was doing the company, but again he never pushed it where we kind of asked people if we've done something we're like and they've given us good feedback. We're like, can you write a review? Um to try and boost them as well. Yeah, and then get um, on get on podcasts as well. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, yeah, we just happened to do um, <laughs> Rob Beckett, so that was a just yeah, really a bit of a bonus. Yeah, yeah bonus yeah. for us really that we um, 
we did his house for you, him. Did that so. help at all? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We definitely got work from it. Um, and so many people like rang us up and said, oh, we heard you on here. And oh, that's good. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a big part of it is kind of health and safety. Is it, is it, do you have to kind of, it's just working with children. Do you have any kind of paperwork or um, things? You need um, to... So, yeah, the people that do our events um, are all CRB checked. Um, we make sure that's happening. The delivery drivers, we don't. They don't have to be CRB checked necessarily because they never left alone with kids or they just kind of go in, set up and leave. Yeah. Um, it's only really the supervisors more so that they're all the time with the children. Yeah. Um, and Is that it, really, that's needed? For a bouncy castle, or do you do you have to kind of? So we have public liability insurance, oh, yeah. yeah. So and that covers all our castles, whether yeah. we're there or not. Like even if we're not supervised, it covers. Oh, so um, you can any actually insurance. leave it and not supervise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our general birthday parties, we do just go in, set up, come away, and then go back and pick up. Um, but our insurance still covers the, the, the castle being yeah. there and anything happening. Um, and yeah, I suppose for the staff side, it's more like the heavy lifting, isn't it? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because there's a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of moving things around, things like that. So everybody to, to bend their knees. Yeah. <laughs> so just training, like new people that come in, just training them up to make sure that they, and helping each other out. We always have, always have two people delivering. Always have two people packing away. Yeah. No one ever goes out on their own. Yeah. Um. One again for their own safety. If they're going into halls and children are still there, there's always two people there. Like. So it makes it safer for people going in and out and also just the lifting and carrying the stuff. And what about the cost of energy? Has that affected you? Because you're sort of, infl- you're, you're using battery powered things to inflate the bouncy castles. No, so they run off electric. They run off electric. Yes. So does, does so... that affect you at all? Or, or not really, because you're, really. you're using whoever you're, oh yes, yeah, what a great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so the cost of electricity obviously doesn't affect us because, um, yeah, it goes either on the house that it's going to or the hall or things like that. Um, we do, we have generators as well. Um, so when we do big events, obviously we supply generators if it's on okay. fields and things yeah. like that where they don't have electricity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the cost of petrol has obviously gone up as well. So that yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, that's true. So with with the business, you you had a um, you bought into it and you had a, a certain amount of stock and then you had to buy the vans. Was that all coming from the business? You know, buying the vans, buying more stock, buying more generators, hiring more people. Was it kind of a put, investing back into the business, staying in your parents' home, investing back in the business? Yeah. So we invested. We obviously originally bought the company. We also then invested more of our money that we had from the house into the company. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buying a second van, more stock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have we we take like minimum wage, at, and we still do now yeah. at the moment. Um, and we've just pumped everything back in basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're just at the process of like buying another house now, so obviously things have got changed. Yeah. We've got to pay the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, but that's great. But yeah, it? the first two years we literally have just taken nothing. Yeah, taken yeah. nothing out of the company. We've just pumped it all back in. Yeah. Um, just to get up to a really good level and get a nice range of stock. So, did, um, did, based on your, your previous life as a plasterer and mm. driving instructor, how has your and but now you've got children, so it's very different <laughs> anyway. But how's your life changed? It, it, like, did you have to sort of give up a few of your luxury? I mean, you probably had to give up a few luxury items with having children anyway. But yeah. Did you have to sort of tighten your belts in just for these last few years? Oh, then, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we have. We haven't. Um, yeah, we haven't kind of like bought loads of loads of things, or and I think the main thing is like 
I mean, having children obviously stops you from going out as well, but this company definitely stops you from going out. <laughs> there is no yeah. social life, really. Agreed. <laughs> um, and that goes for the staff that work for us as well, because it is all about weekends. Yeah. So your yeah. Saturdays and Sundays are taken up with deliveries and they're your busiest time. Um, so your Friday nights and your Saturday nights are out the window. <laughs> There's no... Were you, were you prepared for that going into it? Or... Um... I didn't think it'd be as bad as what it was, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought there'd still be the odd weekend you can go out or... Um, but, yeah, no. <laughs> but what I did think was you can work really hard over the summer and then have a nice holiday in the winter, maybe. Maybe that could be the... Yeah, um, we, both years that we've had the company, we have gone away in September. Okay, nice. Um, and we have been really lucky because we've been able to leave the company, like, with my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law. Um, and they know enough about the company to keep it running for like a week and couple of weeks for us. So are you, um, Sam, are you working full time now with these guys or is it more No, I actually support? have a job as well, yeah, so I work well. full time. Okay. Um, and then obviously whenever I'm off and weekends then I'll just help out as much as I can. Oh, that's nice. You know. So who's, um, who else is now in the Maybe extended? next year I might <laughs> maybe extend yeah. myself to the business. Jonathan Jacks takes Yeah, we're hoping maybe um, like <clears throat> about March, April time when the season starts getting busy again to take Sam on full time um, to help a lot more in the office and that because at the moment I do all that by myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, now we're getting bigger and... And how are you Is enjoying it? sort of working, sort of husband and wife team, like fully into, <laughs> and now husband and wife and husband and sister? <laughs> I get on really well with all my husband's family. They're, they're not they're not a problem <laughs> at all. <laughs> Me and my husband probably over the last two years have probably nearly got divorced at least three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> It is hard. It yeah. is really hard. Because um, the last couple I mentioned, they said they've turned into business partners rather than husband and wife. They've turned into business partners. But yeah. Said, the good thing is you can talk really directly to each other. Yeah. Rather than if it was a some another employee and yet to sort of be a bit more sensitive to their feelings. You can just go, why did you do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no sensitivity in our, <laughs> in our relationship. Um, yeah, no, it is hard. I think we both we both see things quite differently. Um, he's definitely the spender right. in the company. Um, sounds, sounds like a good balance. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. I'm a bit more the sensible one. I'm a bit more like, we're coming into our quiet months, no more spending, trying to like, rein it back a bit. Um, but um, but he's he's definitely the more like, we need to buy this because that will get us into this and that will extend us to this and them schools have asked for this, so let's buy this. So he, he, yeah, he, he loves to spend and just keep buying, buying, buying. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, it sounds like it's good to have two sort of different. Yeah, we're very different. In the middle somewhere at all. Um, and and what have been some of like the rewarding parts of running the company? Like, to you, are you are you in, is it has it been worth it? Definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, there are times when we've kind of sat there and thought, oh my god, this is just so hard. Um, when we're working like. 19 20 hours a day and this is more than what you were doing back in previous lives. oh definitely the yeah. hours we were putting in yeah yeah um and i think having a good team is the key and i think that goes with any business if you've got good staff and you've got people that turn up on time and are reliable it makes your life so much easier yeah. um i mean we have had days where we've kind of got to the units six o'clock in the morning and someone's not turned up or you know what I mean and that just because we obviously don't want to let our clients down 
we've still got to get them castles out with one less person or one of us we've then got to find a babysitter so I can then come in to work um and I think that's probably the hardest part of it isn't it yeah definitely I think you know and I think when people work full-time as well you you know you're turning up but the more like in summertime you know we could be at the unit sometimes I quarter past five in the morning you know to get loaded up and I know Emma was saying about the free vans, but in the summer, it's not just free vans. Sometimes they're having to hire an extra van because they're so busy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's not just, you know, you've got like Robert and Emma's side where they're arranging all the sheets, you know, to make sure that they've got all the staff there. Um, but Emma's totally right. I think it really helps when you've got such a good team, you know, and everyone does mucking together. Yes, it is hard work, you know, it, it's not easy, but, the reward at the end of the day, when you see the smiles on them kids' faces, you know, and some of the children come from, you know, unprivileged families that haven't got much, you know, and you see them, that's where they've got a castle for the day, and then, you know, their face just lightens up. The worst of it is obviously when you have to go and collect it. <laughs> and, <then laughs> and they cry. Taking it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But no, it, it is, and it, you know, you've got to give credit where credit's due you know like and i'm not just saying it because it's my sister and my brother you know they have worked extremely hard you know like they've you know as emma said you know they have been on the verge of like divorce <laughs> but they've come together you know and they have worked so hard you know from from last year to this year you know that the amount of support that they've got you know, even like feedback from other companies, you know, and that that's what it, we were saying that just on the way here. Even other companies that, you know, that Emma and Robert will help out if they're over busy. What other... Um, other bouncy guys, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So and you that's do... what I think that helps. When you're a small business, you know, it's not... They haven't jumped on this, you know, to be like, right, we're going to be this bouncy castle business. We're going to take over, you know. It's not even about that. It's about working together with everyone. And I yeah. think that goes a long way. That sort of win-win mentality, yeah. not sort of win-lose kind of... Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think that's really... That's, that seems to be something I'm seeing in these small businesses. That just people are compared to sort of slightly larger corporates and things where it is a bit more competitive. And it's mm. like, it just seems yeah, like no. people are doing it for the right reasons. They're just putting their heart and soul into it and... I don't know, just nicer people. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it is. Like, and it, you know, as I said, it, it isn't easy. Yeah. But when you're, you know, at the end of the day, when you get given them sheets in the morning, that's your job. So your aim is to go out, get them jobs done on time. And when you pick up that job and they give you feedback and say, like, oh, it's been totally amazing, that's what makes your day. Yeah. You know, that's what makes it, to know yeah. that you've done something that's... Yeah you know, privileged someone else rather than just yourself going out and like earning a bob or two. But um like, I love it. Like I really enjoy it. Yeah. You know. But that's what I mean. From last year doing parties and now like this year they've done like their own events as well as like catering for everyone else's events. Oh are you doing it oh oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so like they have really gone So have you grown sort of would you say you've doubled well you've more than doubled then? Yeah, we've more than doubled <laughs> yeah since we've taken over, definitely. Um and like Sam was saying, we now do our own events where we kind of hire um fields or like um sports grounds. Yeah. And we set up 
like 15 different inflatables. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then we sell wristbands. So it's normally about £10 a wristband for like two and a half hours. And the kids can just literally come and play for two and a half hours on whatever they want. Um, oh, right. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't realise that there was that side. To... So yeah. where, where would, where's the ne- what's the next one? So we've, we've got one on the 29th of April, um, oh. April October, which oh, we're, right. doing, we're doing a Halloween one. Oh, cool. Yeah, where's that, that going to be? Uh, Kent County Cricket Club in Beckenham. Oh my god, I'm going to come to that <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. should come down and have yeah, a look, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's an indoor one. This is the first yeah. time we've done an indoor one. Yeah. All the others have been outdoors. That makes a lot of um, sense, doesn't it? Especially in the winter months, you can kind of just yeah. showcase what, yeah, showcase all the different ones. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, we've been at, we do a lot at Kent County Cricket Club. Yeah. They've got a really nice big, paddock yeah. there. So we do a lot in there um, throughout the summer. We've done quite a lot at um, Warlingham. A yeah. sports club in Warningham. We were there throughout the club. summer. Was it? no, no. Um, it's a football place. It's called R&R. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were there a lot in the summer. We did a lot of events down there. Um, and is this you just networking and coming across opportunities or so people approaching you? A lot of people approach us. I think a lot of people see what we're doing. Um, a lot of schools have approached us um, in the last few months asking us to do a similar thing for their school fairs. So last year, mainly schools would hire from us, so they would pay us to hire the equipment. Sometimes they'd pay for us to staff it as well. Um, And then they would take the money for the price of whatever they charged for the kids to go on it. Um, But we have had schools approaching us asking if we would do fun days at their schools, the same as we do for our own events. So we, the school don't have to pay anything for the setup or the staffing but you take the but then where we we kind of take the money for the wristbands yeah. but then we give the score percentage to their PTA um yeah, these to PTAs give are sounding quite like business mate business yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that, that sounds that sounds like a good um, way to take the business so, as well, yeah right? so schools that don't have as much money to pay out like kind of like a couple of thousand pound for hiring the equipment um it obviously still gives them a bit of money the kids still have a good time. Yeah. And then obviously we make a bit of money by obviously selling yeah, no, the wristbands. That's band. a good, good model. Yeah, that's a really good model. Um, so yeah, quite a few schools approach us. I think now they've seen us doing our events, they're like, oh, can you do that for our school? Yeah. Um, and and, and what's just... your link with St. Christopher's Hospice? What do you, is it that you you donate some? Yeah, so I, it was originally through Christian. Christian kind of okay. set that up with yeah. them. Um, so when they do events, we just give them like free bounce castles and things ah, like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're um, a big hospice in South London. That, mm. That's um, and it's great that you support them. Yeah, so we we do we've done quite a few. We've had quite a few charity different events that ring, ring us up for different things. So we sometimes donate like about hundred pound voucher um, that they can then raffle off or we might donate a castle for them to use for the day and they can charge to go on it. Um, But we don't take no money for them. We just like kind of donate to different things. So you're you're now in the process of buying a house, you said? Yeah, yeah, we're just getting a mortgage again. And and maybe in the process in like April of taking on some more family member staff, which would be great. Yeah, so we'd like to take some employees on full time. Um, Like I said, at the moment, all our staff are like casual workers. Yeah. Um, so, bu- yeah. By the way, are you buying in this area? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're staying in Bromley. Okay, we're staying in Bromley. So no, <laughs> we're staying in Bromley. And um, so, <laughs> what what do you hope for for the future in terms of your life and like jumping jacks? Like, would, what would you like? Um, well, be? we just recently just bought a burger van as well. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is this is it, is this your husband going? Let's buy a burger van. Yes, yes. and no. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it all came about because we started doing the events. Mm-hmm. Um, we started obviously asking other food vendors to come along to our events. So especially at Kent County Cricket, because there's no shops or anything around there. Um, so when parents are there for two and a half hours, it just gives them somewhere to go and get food or drinks and stuff. Um, and we kept getting let down by food vendors not turning up or letting us down last minute. Um, so we were just like, do you know what? Let's just do it ourselves. It makes it more sense. We can earn the money out of it and we know we're not going to be let down by anyone. Um, so we decided to buy the burger van for our own events yeah. to take on that. Um, but hopefully we will advertise it to go out on hopefully some school events and other events as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, okay. so, yeah. so yeah that side of it we obviously want to take a little bit further yeah. Um, yeah. maybe in the future maybe get like a pizza van and some yeah. other different things um, and I think overhead costs um, is definitely unit is our biggest overhead cost what the storage yeah so we rent a storage unit at the moment um, do you need a lot of storage I'm just thinking yeah. when inflatable okay, even, <laughs> even when they're uninflated you still need quite a so, lot so yeah I mean I think I can't remember how big us we got bigger storage using it, haven't we? Big, yeah. Um, but yeah, when we've got, I mean, we've got over a hundred inflatables, right. and then we've got soft play, we've got garden games, and then we've got all the storage for our event stuff. So we've got like popcorn machines, candy floss machines, um, we've got all that kind slush, of stuff as yeah. slush and popcorn machines, the burger van, <laughs> four vans to obviously park. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about London here. Yeah. Really <laughs> so you do need, yeah, with the amount of stock we've got, we do need a big storage unit. Um, my aim would be to buy a storage unit eventually because I just feel like when we're renting one, it's a lot of money yeah. and it's not ours. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not really doing much apart from just giving you some space. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like <laughs> so yeah, eventually in the next under two years, I'd hopefully like to buy somewhere to store our stuff rather than keep renting. Yeah. And what about for your life in general? Like, um, uh, like you're saying now you're working a lot harder than you were when mm. you were sort of driving instructor, but you've yeah. just got your children now. Um, and also just just the you know bringing family into the business must be. A nice thing um but Definitely. what about your sort of life how do you how do you see the work-life balance and um i think we'd like to obviously like we said we'd like to employ sam next year full-time um and then obviously that would take a lot of burden off me yeah um so if someone else is in the office i probably could have two days off a week and um, also and it's probably a bit nicer to have someone to work with oh definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely because yeah. otherwise you're in there on your own all the time and yeah. are you would you work from an office or just, at home. Oh, just at home yeah, yeah. just yeah. at home but um i mean when the busy weeks robert's always at the yard he'll be there either delivering or sorting the yard out or cleaning yeah. castles or doing something yeah. there so um so yeah it will be nice to have someone to work with and also if i want the day off i know there's someone else there dealing with this stuff yeah. um where if i take a day off the next day i'm just working double the amount just to try and catch up yeah um so yeah it would be nice and also we want to try and employ someone on the yard side as well to take a bit of pressure off robert um and i think once you've got a few employees working for you full time we can we can slowly start to take a step back a little bit and have more of family time and more of our own lives back really <laughs> <laughs> um thanks so much for sharing that story it's just it, it sounds like you've sort of yeah had this opportunity taken the risk made a bit of a sacrifice for me being at home. I'm sure it was nice to be at home. Um, but um, would you have any sort of advice for um, other people sort of trying to make their way and set up their own business from your your experiences? Yeah, I would say 
um, especially from like, this kind of industry, if you're thinking about doing it, go and maybe work with alongside someone that does it yeah. already. That's a really good um, point. Yeah, we, we've had a couple of people ring us up saying, I'm interested in setting up my own company. And I'm like, come and work with us. You know what I mean? Um, come and do some days in the summer when it's busy. Come and see what it's like in the winter when it's quiet. Oh, that's nice. Um, and because I think a lot of people think it's quite easy money. Yeah, like you buy a few castles, yeah. you rent them out for a hundred pounds a day or whatever. Um, you get three or four of them a day. It's like five, six hundred pounds a day. But there's a lot of overheads. There's a lot of other stuff into it, and it is very hard work and it's very long hours. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, we know a couple of people that quite newly are set up um, that we work with and we help out and we like well, give jobs similar, to. The similar. So yeah, yeah. They, they've got back to castle companies um, on and, smaller and scales. Back, back to Sam's point, um, you don't mind sort of chatting to them. No, everyone really gets on, to be fair. Like, every other person we've met in the industry, um, I mean, my husband's on the phone to them all the time, different people. Um, Everyone will give each other advice. Everyone will help each other out. That's really good. Um, We get jobs come in when we might be fully booked already. And instead of, like, saying, oh, no, we can't do it, we'll say, oh, try this company, or um, depending on what area they're in, we'll give them a number for someone in that area, or... um, so we work really closely with quite a lot of other companies because um, especially in the summer you like people want the same items so the slides the assault courses they get booked out really quickly um so we will always pass them on to other companies um and other people and just say i'll try this number or try that number um but one guy particularly who set up last year um he's gone quite quiet through the winter because he's obviously not as established as us but we we always give him work at the weekends like when we're kind of like we, we only try and put like one or two vans out um because then you go to three they might be a little bit empty so there's no point so if we've got any extra jobs we'll just say oh here you go you can take these jobs for yourself kind yeah. of thing yeah. i actually um, done a job two weeks ago and the man said that it was his other child's birthday in april and he said that he actually rang up to order one he said that they were just so busy he said, but they were so helpful, he said, because they helped us get another castle for the day because it was the last minute. And he said, that's why he actually come back to us. He said, because, it, you know... You helped by giving well, yeah, him... Yeah, because we helped him yeah. get the castle because he was adamant and he said it was his fault because he left it last minute. Um, and that's the only reason why he come back, because he said that the positivity, he said, that I got back from you. He said, I had no choice. He went back to come back to you. Aww, so things it. like that, I think, yeah. really help. They're just it all comes back yeah. around mm-hmm. yeah karma <laughs> <laughs> and i think the other thing that, that we get a lot of feedback with um saying people come back to us or like using us is because we always answer our phones it's the one thing that people well, always you've comment also got on mobile phones on your website haven't so you? we've yeah. now got two we started off with one and then we just added another one um to take the pressure off of one person having the phone all the time basically because <laughs> it does in the summer it does not stop ringing um but we always answer the phones we always talk to people we always help them out with the booking forms even though we encourage people to book online because it does make our life easier rather than me having to book everyone in because it just takes so long um we will help them out we'll sit there talking them through it um and they often say they've tried loads of companies and no one's got back to them no one's called them back um so even though people are like going towards emails and everything like that i think people still like to talk to someone on the phone 100 percent. yeah and they <laughs> yeah. want to hear like that conversation or ask questions that yeah i mean that they want to know now rather than wait for someone but, to email them back but you're okay with sort of being on the phone all the time and... yeah i mean again it's sometimes hard you'll have children screaming in the background 
Um, but most people are fine with it. As long as you, as I often say, I'm really sorry, I've got my twins at home. Everyone's fine with it. Um, yeah. And we even take our twins to work with us sometimes. Like mm. if I've had to go into work last minute to do deliveries. Well, they're not far off being able to sort of run around, are they? No, exactly. <laughs> like we will take them so with us on jobs. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nine times out of ten, most people are fine with it. They're like, no, it's fine. Let yeah. them come in. Like, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it is a real family business. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Emma and Sam. Thank you for yeah, sharing your welcome. story. And um, I, I thought it was, I can really understand the business. I can understand how you're running it and also why, to Sam's point, why why it's so nice, that, even though it's really hard work, why, <laughs> why it's so nice at the end of the day. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.